Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's up everybody? Hope you're doing good. Welcome back to the Simply Not Easy podcast. We're here for episode six. So in these last few episodes, I took you guys along, kind of walked you through um, my life thus far. I, the very first episode, I was talking about what this podcast is even about and where I'm at currently. Uh, then I took you kind of a step back along the way through each um, major stage of my life and some of the excitement, both good and bad through it, and some of the life lessons and things I've gained from it, as well as little things to kind of um, for you to think about in your own mind that you can gain from your own reflection as well. And so I'm excited for this episode for a couple of reasons. Um, one, at uh, near the end of the episode, I'm going to kind of give away the um, organization for the podcast going forward for some of the content I'm going to be putting out there for all of you who are listening. So pretty pumped to share that with you later. Um, but also today, it's focusing on dreams. It's f- focusing on goals. It's focusing on things that I want to accomplish. So I already talked about the present, about where I am. I already talked about my past and reflecting and learning from that. Now I'm going to talk about my future. Um, so yeah, extremely, extremely excited for this. And, you know, it's always fun to take a chance and opportunity just to dream and to grow and to think of all the possibilities that could be out there. Um, before I get into that, though, I just wanted to share a, I don't know, a little uh, nugget from my day with you guys. So for my, I'm still on that physical therapy clinical that I talked to you guys about with the Veterans Administration. Um, and today, so I'm typically in the outpatient orthopedic side of things, but today I was working in the spinal cord injury uh, section, um, the spinal cord injury unit. And, um, you know, it's definitely not... Uh, not quite my cup of tea, not quite um, what I want to be doing for my career, but man, is it is it interesting. And from the wide, wide range of spectrum, you know, working with um, people who were, you know, injured with such severity, some, well, we had, I had two different patients today that were, ha- had complete injuries at kind of a high um, thoracic level. So basically for a spinal cord injury, there's either complete or incomplete. When it's complete, um, everything from below that level of damage has no function. When it's incomplete, um, you know, some things below it don't have function, but some things do, and it's kind of more patchy and hard to tell, um, and takes a lot more detailed testing to really figure all that out. Um, but these were two people who had complete spinal cord injuries. Um, they were both in a age range um, somewhere between 20 and 40. You know, I don't want to give too much information. Um, one of them had been there for a while, slowly, um, kind of slowly improving and really cool seeing how they were just improving their skills from going from barely being able to sit upright to being able to 
pop wheelies hopping up a curb on a wheelchair um, and being able to turn in place while maintaining a wheelie and working on those functional skills. And the other one was newer at it for um, the different injury and, you know, just starting the process of getting getting into the training, getting into figuring out, okay, um, you know, it's not a new life by any means, they're the same person, but it's it's a very different way that they associate with their reality. So what are your physical abilities at that moment and trying to figure that out and trying to keep all the vitals stabilized. Um, so it was really um, kind of a challenging day and an interesting day and a very rewarding day to work with those and even more patients to get an understanding about their condition, what they're going through. Um, I, I can't even imagine being in a similar place myself. The challenge, some of the agony, um, but yet, just like we are setting goals and dreams and hopes and reaching, they're doing the same thing. It just has a different perspective. They have a new baseline of what normal means for them, but they're still reaching, they're still growing. Um, so it was very rewarding today to be a part of that. And that's, like I said, one of the things I love about physical therapy is there are so many different areas to focus your talents on. And that's that's really exciting for me, the adaptability of that. So getting into my own kind of hopes and dreams, um, a lot of this is going to be focused on myself professionally um, within physical therapy and what I want for that because that really does embody so much of who I am in my life and my focus. But I'm going to talk about a few things that aren't within physical therapy too um, that I have hopes and dreams for. So again, first of all, I'm in my last year of graduate school. I'll be um, applying for jobs soon. I've already applied for a job um, and we'll keep that process going on. I'm really looking to go into an orthopedic residency program when I get out of school. And um, to a certain extent, it's kind of like any other job. I'm working as a full-time physical therapist treating patients. The difference is, that for most of these residency programs, they're a year-long program of extra learning. Extra learning in the area of kind of orthopedic physical therapy. So for the way a lot of these clinicals work, instead of working 40 hours a week for direct patient care, I'm working about 30 to 35 hours a week of direct patient care. And a lot of the other time is directly set aside for mentorship, people who are very high-level clinicians, um, people who are mentors, are role models um, that I can continue to learn from as time is set aside just for that. The other portion of it is more didactic work, more uh, kind of classes, coursework, um, time to get advanced knowledge in those areas. So that's, um, that's really exciting. And for me, one of the most powerful things for me has been always being around the right mentors and finding the right mentees to help out too. Um, so having a chance to continue that is going to be extremely exciting for me. So actually before I'm even done with PT school, I'll be applying to all those and uh, yeah, crossing my fingers, hopefully to get into one of those programs. Um, 
they are highly, highly competitive, um, especially some of the ones I'm looking at. So kind of all over the country, there are about 90 different orthopedic physical therapy residency programs. And, you know, it's kind of, it's almost like trying to choose a college again. It's trying to choose a, an advanced year-long program that I'm going to re- be really happy with that to um, improve my skills and improve myself as a clinician as, and as a critical thinker, too. So it's really exciting for me thinking about that. And so that would be a year-long program. And after that, um, likely considering some kind of fellowship program, which is even more advanced training. Uh, I'm just I'm eager to learn. I'm excited to learn. And I get fired up about the idea of just being around so many high-level people. And high-level people, not necessarily in terms of external status or anything, but high-level in terms of the way they lead their lives and the ownership they have over themselves and the critical thinking that they try and foster and the mentorship that they provide for other people. Because it's not only enough for me to have that experience of having really good mentors is that I in the future want to be a really good mentor for a lot of people as well and that's where kind of my big passion within physical therapy is you know I love um, being a teaching assistant for the different labs I love kind of teaching some manual therapy hands-on stuff I love teaching some of the fundamental principles of neurology I love teaching kind of advanced applied biomechanics I love teaching different uh, high-level anatomy things and I like all that stuff a lot Um, but for me what I enjoy the most is when I have an opportunity to really teach deep critical thinking of the material not just kind of hey here's this this and that and what it does but how can you take those fundamentals how do you take those ideas that you're learning and actually construct it to an understanding so that you know, when you're working with a patient and they present in a certain way, they have certain things going on, you don't have to flip open a notebook and refer to certain things or, you know, take tons of time to remember certain aspects or it's just like you're memorizing pages out of the book. No, it's you have an understanding, you have a concept of what these things mean and how we can continue to work on them. And so that's that's really exciting for me. I, I, one, I want to improve that myself, um, but I also want to be an example within that and to be able to teach the process to um, young students and early uh, graduate clinicians because that's something that we don't get as much of in school. We don't, um, you know, I think there are select professors that do a really good job of teaching that kind of critical reasoning, um, but a lot of it is here's the information, here's kind of what to do with it in general, but it's often left up up to us to tie it all together, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think that there are better ways to augment, to augment that, to supplement that. Um, so going off that mentorship role, I definitely, I want to create um, some kind of community, some kind of community where, um, you know, a support, a networking place, a um, communication way, an easy way of communication, an easy way of fostering mentorship for young clinicians, um, young physical therapists. So 
Um, yeah, that's extremely exciting to me. People who are new in their career, how can we help mold the first three to five years of people's careers? And that even includes starting out as a student for, okay, so you're going to a physical therapy program, but you want more out of your education. You want to, um, you know, whether you want to specialize or whether you want to get involved in this area or that area, how can we make that possible? How can we provide an opportunity for you to truly learn more. Because um, I've, I've done that for myself. I've taken these continued education courses. I've reached out to other people who are already doing what I want to do in their area. And I'm seeing them as a role model and example. And I go shadow them. I go learn from them. Um, but I'm sure there are more direct ways of doing that too. So um, it's cool thinking about how to create opportunities like that. Uh, I keep going back and forth whether I want to own my own business or not for PT. And I think the big thing that I've come to realize is it doesn't really matter if I own my own business or not. I'm not a big paperwork guy. I'm, and I'm, I'm really big about treating patients and helping patients. Um, I want to be involved in a high-level clinic. I want to be involved in a clinic that I have a lot of autonomy with, a lot of... Um, value over my own decision making and I want to be in a really good energetic fun place with a lot of great people um you know people are coming to physical therapy not because they're happy and smiling and doing amazing um a lot of people some people do sure but you know 95% of the people I see in physical therapy are in some form of pain and it's, it's not enough to just go to a place where people punch in, punch out for the clock, or there's not much communication and collaboration between the different PTs. So I definitely want to be in a really high-level, energetic, fun environment where I can have a ton of creativity with. So um, that's really exciting. I also want to create kind of a, um, a own side business for myself. Um, you know, I'm, I'm dreaming about ideas of working um, my own kind of clinic within a gym or within a CrossFit box about opening my side kind of PT hustle alongside my extra job, focusing on recovery for athletes. Um, you know, from my perspective and from a lot of scientific literature out there, the aspect of performance that's probably overlooked the most isn't performance at all but it's recovery it's about how do you get to the place where you can actually really perform again and i don't think that's talked about enough so doing things where i can help people who are already on a workout plan by themselves already part of a workout community um they might even be with a personal trainer i'm not going to steal them away from their personal trainer i want them to stay with that personal trainer and keep going after their health goals but i might see them one two three times here and there for some pain medical type things that are going on with them that I can augment them in their fitness goals to help them with that. So kind of having my own shop out of a gym where I can use techniques such as joint mobs or joint manipulations, do kind of instrument assisted massage type techniques, um, perform dry needling, do a lot of kind of uh, strength and conditioning movements, recover, optimal recovery movements, um, 
and yeah, so it's it's exciting to think about like that and to really see what's possible because ultimately for me is I value the way people move. I value the human movement system and how people have ownership of their bodies through that. And I think there's a big disconnect between, at least in a lot of places, between, hey, you're hurt, you're in a lot of pain, uh, then you go to physical therapy, uh, then you're quote-unquote good enough or by insurance and standards good enough to be discharged from physical therapy. But there's a gap in the middle, and that gap is from true from like being discharged from PT to true health and what I mean by true health is being able to bridge that with a full fitness regimen and getting yourself as optimally ready for that as you can so it's a fluid transition where it's not just like okay you're discharged from PT here's some general advice about some things you could do or not do as you continue your own home program or then you can go start with somebody totally new for your fitness stuff no it should be much more of a a fluid process with that I mean the way that um, people train for events for athletics it's a yes you have natural plateaus and natural times where you kind of overreach and overtrain and peak ahead but it's also gradual too and so there needs to be a gradual transition in there to, one, promote health, to unlock fitness for more people, but also to prevent injury because um, a lot of injury can occur with dramatic overtraining and lack of education how to do it. So excited for kind of my PT career, my the mentorship I can have within and for that, uh, side business ideas, starting out this orthopedic residency pretty soon after graduating. So I talked about a couple of uh, continuing education courses I've done. Um, I've done those through um, the majority of them through this organization called NIOMT. It's North American Institute of Orthopedic Manual Therapy. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting paid by them. Um, they're not sponsoring me. I have no financial ties to them other than I give them a little bit of money for classes that I register for. Um, but for anybody who's a physical therapy student interested in sports or orthopedics, um, they offer 50% off their courses to student PTs. So I'd highly recommend um, at least considering taking one. Um, it's been great for me. So they have a series of different courses that um, cover all body regions by the time you're done with it. And that can end if you take a um, certification practical exam with it, where it's kind of like the practical exams you take in PT school, but I mean, jacked up on steroids for sure, because uh, it's a continued education that's meant for, really meant and targeted for clinicians that are already out there, already achieving their, have achieved their quote-unquote entry-level education. Um, so I've already done four classes through them, and they have a total of seven um, for the certified um, manual physical therapist, the CMPT classification that you that I can test for. So that's another one of my goals coming up is I really want to get the push to um, do those other three courses and go ahead and get that certification um, real soon after being out of school. So that would be uh, really exciting to get after. 
So those are definitely some of my dreams. Thinking about outside of PT, more of a a lifestyle thing. Um, you know, I I am a a man of faith. I have a Catholic background, so being part of a good church for me, um, that'll be really significant. And I'm such a loyal guy. And at the end of the day, it's all about the community I'm around and the friends I hang out with and my family nearby. Um, so I definitely want to have kind of a lot of like sports games and sports leagues around all the time, just hanging out with people. Um, I want to have, you know, obviously a nice, good home, but something that's simple, something that I don't have to do any like too much major maintenance on, something where I can just get out and go for a weekend adventure. I want to be around a lot of nature. I want to be able to kayak, to go on hikes, um, to get a lot of things like that. I want to be able to run. I want to be able to play a lot of sports all the time. I'm just, I want to be outdoors and enjoy life through that and have a lot of good time with my friends. Um, you know, I say obviously my mind, but you know, I'm a, want a, want a great wife in the future. Looking, looking forward to meeting the lovely lady out there who is my equal um my my one the one who um well god bless her at first for being able to put up with me and all my new little nuances but uh man i'm excited for for a fun time um it'll be exciting to meet her one day so yeah um eventually want a family but i am totally a hundred percent okay with procrastinating on that for a very long time um, some things I'm not okay with procrastinating with. Children, I am very okay with procrastinating on that. Yeah, we're procrastinating for a while. Um, yeah, and a lot of my goals are just about little lifestyle stuff like that, where, um, just about the way and the quality with that I want to live. Eventually, one day, I think I want to become a teacher of some sort, um, within physical therapy material to be able to help, um, young students um, develop that clinical reasoning especially and affect the world through that. Um, you know, that might be doing that through an actual university for a doctorate of physical therapy program, or it might be for, you know, running a residency or a part of a residency program. Um, so it's, it's exciting to think about those things and think about um, some of my dreams and where where I could see myself going. And I think it's important to dream and keep dreaming on because it's our dreams that allow us to have a direction for the future. But it takes action steps to go after those dreams. So I think what I've what I found successful for me is you know asking myself what do what do I want to accomplish? Um and not necessarily just in terms of some external thing going on but really ask myself okay what what do I want to do uh, then next I ask myself how am I going to get there well these some of these goals like these continued education courses that's part of it for me is the how am I going to get there other things I don't totally know I don't know where I'm going to meet the love of my life that's you know going to happen I'm going to keep being me hopefully she's going to keep being her wherever she is out there and you know one day it's gonna be fantastic and amazing 
So there's a lot you can't predict, but it's it's important to dream on and enjoy that lifestyle component. So I told you guys that I was going to reveal what um, what I'm doing for the rest of this podcast. So um, there are this is a daily podcast, which again I'm excited about. It's it's a lot of effort going to put into this, but I'm enjoying it. So daily podcast. There are seven days of a week of the week, a week, seven days of any week. Um, that's just how weeks go. And so there's a different theme for every single day. So starting with episode seven, next episode, um, it's going to be on Sunday. So it's going to be Sports Sunday. Every Sunday is going to be focused on an issue within sports. It can be some kind of, you know, current issue that happens to be going on um, in the media in some kind of popular sport that I might talk about. I might talk about, hey, what's going on? Is it, you know, a certain sport injury? If it's a sport injury, how do you optimally recover from it? What does the injury mean? Kind of what's going on with that? How do you work to heal from that and return to your function? Um, Or if it's not an injury, I might talk about a certain sport and a certain position within that sport, which again, I'll get into that tomorrow um, for the next episode. But We'll, um, yeah, we'll delve into what that position is within that sport, what the requirements of that position and really job are for that sport. Then how do you train for that? How do you prepare yourself the best way? Not only knowing what that position needs to do, um, but prepare yourself mo- mostly of talking about training and training programs, but also mentally and um, yeah, different ways to prepare yourself for that. Uh, then Monday. Monday is going to be Muscle Monday. So again, guys, I'm a PT nerd. Um, so I'm going to have a muscle every single Monday. And this is hopefully going to be applicable for both people with a good anatomy understanding and very little anatomy understanding. Um, so I'm going to try and explain things on multiple levels. Um, so I'll have a muscle and I'll talk about, hey, what is this muscle? What does it do? You know, um, where does it, what are the kind of two points it attaches between, what's its purpose, um, what are the different ways that you can exercise it to strengthen it, what are the different ways that um, it works in typical daily life when you're not thinking about it necessarily. Um, so really kind of delving into that and just getting an understanding of, hey, this is the human movement system. It's something that I found really, really cool and fascinating and a chance for me to share that with you. Um, talking about sharing another passion of mine, Tuesdays is going to be Tasty Tuesdays. So I'll be sharing with you one of my favorite foods. Um, the good thing about this is I don't think I'm going to run out of favorite foods. I love food. So I'll be sharing one of my favorite foods. Um, it will be generally focused on more healthy um, foods because I don't know, I tend to enjoy healthy foods and I try to at least eat fairly healthy. I'll talk about its nutrition content, what are the benefits of it. Um, then I'll also share a recipe that incorporates that food. Um, so it'll be fun for me. Some of them are kind of old, good recipes that I've loved and enjoyed a lot and some of them will be things that I'm sure I'll kind of look up and adapt here and there. Um, to get you guys going in the kitchen on some journey to health. Wednesday is going to be Workout Wednesday. So talking about a style of working out, 
um, typical programming of working out, what different workouts mean, um, and how to approach them, and really understanding it from that way. Thursday is going to be Thoughtful Thursday, so thoughtfulness all about mindset and kind of different mindsets, different approaches to life, different perspectives that um, we can take action steps on to try and utilize them to improve the quality of our own life through that. Friday is Fun Friday. So for Fun Friday, it's going to basically be a handful of bad jokes. Um, I'm sorry in advance to all of you, but good luck putting up with me. Um, might not be the prettiest moment, but we're going to have, again, fun, fun Friday. We're going to have a good time with it. And yeah, you might be in a little bit of agony, but at least from listening to me, but at least you got the weekend coming up after that. Um, other than Saturday is going to be sleepy Saturday. So for that, you're going to say, okay, what, what the heck is that sleepy Saturday? We're going to talk about, um, sleep health. We're going to talk about relaxation. We're going to talk about recovery. Like I said, I truly believe, and there's a lot of evidence out there, that a very important factor about for performance is recovery and how you recover. Um, so I'm going to tap into that a little bit, just kind of talking about um, some different aspects of that in different situations and what that might mean for all of us. And really the goal of this podcast is to come up with, um, so these are things that I'm doing to share my passions with all of you. And... In that, some things are ideas and things that I already know a lot about, um, but I'm trying to expand on for myself. And some are a way of having me have accountability for myself to keep to keep learning and keep pushing and keep driving for myself to really um, see what's out there. And so the goal of this is to, one, hopefully you guys have some understanding it's to also kind of share my journey of personal development with you to show you not only, hey, I'm not only am I giving you this content that I think is pretty cool, but I'm sharing with you kind of where I'm going throughout my life, how what I'm doing for reflection, what I'm doing for all these habits that I talk about, what I'm doing, um, how my progress is for all these goals I talked about, and what new goals I'm setting for myself daily um, and kind of daily lessons that I've learned. So I'm really excited for this. And again, it's about taking small action steps from these ideas. And that when we really break down the difference between simple and easy, for me, what the word that comes up into my mind is fundamentals. If you think about any sport, um, again, we'll break this down later for the sports, but it's all about the fundamentals. Those athletes who are really good, who you know have trick plays, um, or like in basketball, people dribbling through their legs 500 times in different directions and crossing people up and making people fall, break their ankles, whatever you want to say. Yeah, you can say it's a bunch of fancy stuff, but it's all the fancy stuff is a combination of fundamentals that happens to align because those fundamentals are so well drawn out. Everything else falls into place. Um, and really the, the complexity arises from just multiple fundamentals being placed on top of each other because you're so good at those fundamentals, all of a sudden you get to this fluid state, a state of flow, um, and really creativity. And so that's where, you know, if you're, you're doing things in life and you're not having, um, 
as much creative energy as you'd like. Ask yourself if you've really divided. If ask yourself if you've really given enough time to the fundamentals, because if you've given enough time to the fundamentals, you can start to blend the fundamentals together, while still keeping them true for what they are. And that's where the creative power comes in, in my mind, where you can take all these fundamentals about life, the kind of simple, not easy, simple, self-evident truths about life and um, how you, what your story about how you live your life means to you and how you can place those things together. So thank you all for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope um, there's you to help keep dreaming on a little bit. And I'm really looking forward to bringing some more content out there for you guys. All right, hang tight, and we will see you next episode.